So yes, I am on vacation this week, and I am having a good time, but I did not have a good time on Sunday watching the Bucks lose to the Washington football team. However, I did have a good time beating Scaladesi by less than four points that came down to a Monday night finish that I could barely watch because he had Cooper Cup amongst a couple other players in that game. So yes, I'm back here for Wednesday to break down all the Week 10 action. Let's, let's call this Smack Talk Wednesday as we only have three weeks left to the playoffs in this 14-team league. We're all fighting for this massive stack of short print rookie cards and this sealed wax that Ridley 18 has added to the prize pool. So let's dig in. All right, so in week 10, we saw a league median of 122.04 points, which was kind of lower than what we're used to seeing. You know, we saw the number one point score for the week, Jets Crazy 87, with 149.68 points. We've We've got a couple teams in the league, actually three to be exact, and I can't believe I'm saying this, that are on massive winning streaks right now. One of them is Filthy C. Old Davis Mills there, the General Mills avatar, the Rhode Island Colts, because he's got so many dang Colts players on his roster, is on a five-win-in-a-row streak, guys. He now goes to 9-11, coming all the way back from the dumpster in this league, resurrected. It all started with the Davis Mills blow-up game against the New England Patriots, and Carson Wentz get finding some miracle pills for his ankles. Must have got on that Tom Brady diet, I think. Uh, so we break down the Week 10 action. Like I said, the league meeting 122.04. I barely squeaked out a win over Scaladesi that came down to this Monday night finish where he had Cooper Cup. He had Van Jefferson. So he had both of those wide receivers that in large part got shut down. I had the Rams defense going as well, so they didn't do terrible. However, uh, the Rams did get beat by San Francisco 31-10. to So San Francisco put up 31 points, uh, but thanks to a fourth down stop, a three and out, a sack, and... Um, they were able to maintain their 12.15 points there from the defense. Nothing uh, like Tampa's defense did better, even though they lost 19-29. to But still, man, uh, a very close game that came down to a Monday night finish where Cooper Cup could have easily caught another touchdown pass, another big play where he, he could have easily beat me, could have easily gone over the league median. And this is how these things happen here coming down the stretch. Sometimes you just need to be lucky Sometimes it's better to be lucky than it is to make good decisions. Uh, so when we look at the best manager, that was Eric Sheff. I mean, he set a lineup that was absolutely perfect, but he still only got 116 points and lost to Perry Collectibles, giving Perry a double win. Perry now jumping back up to 13.7 or 13.7 overall in the league. Uh, you look at Dynagod uh, getting a much-needed Double win, number one in the league this week, going to 8-12. and 12. Uh, Sharp Hobbies getting a win to the league median. This is another front runner in the league, but losing to Team Ramsey, who's now 11-9, and nine, getting another double win. So, man, we've got a lot of teams uh, bunched up at the top of this. This is going to be a fierce competition going into the playoffs here with just three weeks left in the regular fantasy season. 
Mr. Dominator, he's pretty much out of it at this point. He only put up 74.42 points. It's just always it's always something uh, for him every week. He just, man, he gets hurt by uh, some of the worst stuff, it, whether it's injuries or COVID or bye weeks or his defense puts up negative one point. Uh, or Russell Gage doesn't catch a zero, uh, zero passes again with only <laughs> – Three targets in that game, that beatdown from the Dallas Cowboys in a game which Matt Ryan should have been passing the ball a ton. So destroyed by by Team Ridley 18, putting up 138 points, led by Tom Brady and Darrell, Darrell Williams, 144 all-purpose yards in that big game from Kansas City. She even had a zero goose egg from TJ Hawkinson, unlike him at Pittsburgh with the Detroit Lions getting their first non-loss of the season. <laughs> it was a tie, and Mac Jones going off for 25 and New England's defense. Uh, we look at late stick. Man, just both of these teams fell under. So both of these teams took a loss to the league median. Late stick, however, gets a narrow victory over Iwin. Iwin just right there, almost out of 50-50. Man, he was really fighting. This was a big matchup this week because both these guys were neck and neck on the defense of that that um, making the playoffs only one point from ty hilton only 4.4 points from dj moore where pj walker uh struggled quite often cam newton came in and vultured a couple touchdowns that were you know cam newton style not to dj moore <laughs> um let's look at Perry collectibles like we talked about. Perry getting a big double win over Eric Sheff here. Eric Sheff, though, still 12 and 8. And the Rhode Island Colts, man. Look how narrow of a victory that is over midnight by 14 points. But he gets over that league median by 0.45 points over the league median. Filthy C. Rhode Island Colts led by the chosen one who only got him 7.4 points, but Matt Stafford didn't do any justice for midnight on the other side with only 11 points in that game that beat down from San Francisco and AJ Brown having another dud week. Like his, his, his weeks have been so up and down. Brandon Ayuk uh, kind of regressed back after a couple really good weeks. Emmanuel Sanders, even though the, the Buffalo Bills beat down on the New York Jets. Emmanuel Sanders uh, didn't have a, a huge involvement in that. It was a very pedestrian day, only 6.3 points. No big explosive plays. Same thing for Dawson Knox. Ramadre Stevenson, though, was a great start with 31.4 fantasy points. So was Ernest Johnson. Russell Wilson, man, his first game back, only 7.1 fantasy points. Only a 50% completion percentage i think russell wilson is a buy low uh, obviously he's got nowhere to go up from here with the two interceptions and the 50 percent completion the colts defense versus the jags eh, that's an easy matchup for the colts they got theirs so the rhode island colts now we look at the standings we look at the standings and the teams making the playoffs right now ridley 18 first place right now 14 and 6 followed by sharp hobbies at 13 and 7 Tied with Perry Collectibles at 13-7, and seven, and the tiebreaker is the total points for the total points your team has produced over the course of the season. So you can see right here, Sharp Hobbies has produced 1,525 compared to Perry Collectibles 1430. And then you have Eric Sheff at 12-8, and eight, and then myself at also 12-8. And, and I am lagging behind Eric Sheff in total points for 
quite a lot. Um, roughly 80, 80 points behind Eric Sheff there. Then you look at Team Ramsey right on the fence. But, I mean, you've got a host of teams. Midnight at 10-10. and 10, I win at 9-11. Late stick at 9-11. The Rhode Island Colts on a five-win-in-a-row win streak at 9-11. You've also got uh, Team Ramsey, 10-27, which he is, yeah, he's now in it. We've mentioned him. He's in sixth place. So he's in the playoffs. But he's on a six-win-in-a-row win streak with the Flames. I'm on a four-win-in-a-row win streak with some small flames. <laughs> Hopefully, we can turn that into six here and, and keep stay in that playoff race. And you've got Dynagot at 8-12. and 12. So I would say that these teams, with, with three leagues left, that most of these teams at 7-13 and 13 and 6-14, and 14, like Scaladesi, Mr. Dominator, and Carter the Power, are probably out of it. However... With a total six wins left, this could swing quite a lot if you win out. You can potentially go 13-13. and 13. I think that's going to be tough to make the playoffs. But when you look at the cusp, the cusp is just over a 50% win record. You know, Midnight is right out of it at 10-10. and 10. So this is going to be very interesting. I think this is going to come down to the final regular uh, season week here, week 13. So let's look at who's playing who. In week 11, uh, first I like to look at the waiver wire activity. That was such a close matchup. Scaladesi renamed Matt Ryan the Liceman Cometh because he said instead of uh, looking like Matty Ice out there, he looked like more like Matty Lice. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I way overpaid for Wayne Gallman, <laughs> $34. The next closest bidder was only $2, so I could have got him for 3 bucks, but I paid 34 because... I wanted the running back depth. I really need that on my squad because I don't have a second quarterback. You know, I've got Jalen Hurts as my QB1, but outside of that, I don't have another quarterback. You can see right now I'm going up against Perry Collectibles. This is a monster matchup right here off the top. Myself, Perry Collectibles, both in the playoff runnings right now. So this is going to have implications right here. Dynagot going up against the playoff team. Dynagod just out of it, 8-12. and 12. Team Ramsey, 11-9 at 6th place. So that's got big playoff implications. Team Ridley, 1st place in the league, going up against Sharp Hobby, 2nd place in the league. So another massive matchup here in the league with Team Ridley versus Sharp Hobbies. And then Carter the Power, 6-14, most likely out of it, going up against Scaladesi, also most likely out of it. So this is a team against two uh, dumpster fire teams, then they... Either one of them uh, needs a win right now on paper, Scaladesi. Uh, but, you know, you still want to win out because you could still potentially get in, get into those playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen, right? You can finish strong down the stretch here. Uh, Iwin's got a very favorable matchup against Mr. Dominator. Late stick 9-11 versus Midnight 10-10. and 10. These are two teams right on the cusp, man. So big battle there must win scenarios and eric chef in the playoffs going up against the six wins in a row rhode island colts so iwin picks up tyrod taylor for 21 dollars. i wanted tyrod taylor i was in on him at 16 aj penn was also in on him at 21 because of the super flex position that does make him more valuable uh, because he does come with some dual threat capability although you don't know what you're going to get out of him. They may be better off starting Davis Mills. We'll see. 
Jeffrey Wilson back in action for the San Francisco 49ers for the first time since coming off of IR. $6 picked up by Iwin. AJ Penn picks up the San Fran defense for $5, dropping the Eagles. I'm playing him this week, so I want to see who San Fran is playing. They've had a good run here the last few weeks. You can see 22.75 points against Indianapolis in Week 7. Week 8 at Chicago, 21.35. Arizona, not so great against Colt McCoy. Uh, only 8.4, but in week 10, 29.3 against the Rams, which is really promising. And then next week they play at Jacksonville. Is this going to con trend going to continue for the San Fran defense, or is Trevor Lawrence and Urban Myers, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, going to show up and ball out against San Fran? Who knows, man? In in this league, in this day and age, but I get the play. They're playing at Jacksonville. I get it. I get it. I think that's a safe, very safe play. You should be able to get at least 15 points out of that defense. A.J. Penn also picks up Jamal Agnew. He says with the San Francisco defense putting a hurt on them, they're going to be forced to throw the ball a lot. So Jamal Agnew is currently in play this week. And last week he had 19.5 fantasy points on five targets. So he's chasing that five uh, receptions for 101 yards. He's chasing that production from last week. That'll be interesting to see if he gets that. He has had a few decent weeks in there from Jamal Agnew. Will Fuller picked up by our team uh, Ramsey 1027. I believe Will Fuller's making uh, unlikely to play in week 11. So that's just a deep stash there for team Ramsey. Midnight McPhee picks up Case Keenum for Tim Patrick. Is Case Keenum going to get to start again in week 11 against Detroit? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Looks like Baker injured his knee on a big hit in the third quarter. Presumably start against the Lions in week 11 if Mayfield can't go. So that's a smart pickup by midnight there because he's anticipating that Baker Mayfield's game time questionable designation is going to come down to uh, him being out. So I also picked up, look at this. Went up against A.J. Penn for the Dolphins' defense. This was his contingency plan, and I picked up his contingency plan. The Dolphins' defense uh, do what I feel have a favorable matchup this week against the New York Jets at the Jets, and the Dolphins' defense has been playing really good. So, I'm again, I'm chasing some additional production out of the Dolphins' defense in a very favorable matchup this week, but it is an away game. Just like San Francisco, so it's going to be an interesting uh, matchup to watch here. My Miami defense versus A.J. Penn State's San Francisco defense. But Miami's defense the last couple weeks against Houston, 28.25. And against Baltimore, more importantly, 31.85 in that Thursday night game. So I'm definitely hoping that they can keep that trend going. They can keep that trend alive. Let's look at the other matchups in uh, Week 11. I also had to drop Adrian Peterson. That's the other thing, the challenge. Uh, a part of something that we'll tweak for next year is that the limit at five running backs. So with the 14-man team scenario, I am going to adjust the roster settings a bit. I'm going to create an additional flex position, but move it back down to a uh, one QB start. Uh, we'll, we'll put it up to a vote. I'm not completely sold on it yet because I do like the flexibility, but it definitely makes things a lot more challenging puts a lot more emphasis on the QBs in the draft and, and just changes a lot of dynamics of the league. Uh, so let's look at some other matchups this week. Uh, team Dynagod neck and neck with Team Ramsey 1027. Huge implications. I would know, I went at 9 and 11 
He's got Tua, Zeke. I mean, this is like a, a, a shoe-in win for him. He's going to start Zeke and Pollard. Go ahead and capitalize on both of those. And I think Pollard's been doing pretty, pretty good. Yeah, 15 points last week against Atlanta. At Kansas City this week, oh, Keenan Allen, like it. Hunter Renfro's been on a big uh, upswing lately, 14.4 and 14.1, as well as Brian Edwards, you know, soaking up those vacated targets from Henry Ruggs. So late stick, midnight, good luck to you guys. Good luck. The uh, Justin Fields looks better and better each week, but I believe isn't uh, is Fields, who are they playing this week? At home against Baltimore. Ooh, baby, yeah, let's. Let's do this before I let you guys get out of here. Let's go ahead and I want to pull up Vegas, Vegas, November 16th. Just updated yesterday. Still Josh Allen, number one, Tom Brady, number two, Dak Prescott, number three for MVP front runners. Let's look at the, I want to look at them odds for week 11, week 11. Let's look at them odds. Thursday night, we're going to see New England. At Atlanta, ooh, wow, okay, that's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, um, a lot of New England should be favored, yeah, New England favored by 7, it looks like. So New England favored by 7, 46, over under 47 and a half. Then you got Detroit at Cleveland. Uh, Detroit, I think that's good for Cleveland's defense, probably. That's going to be a tough game for Detroit. San Francisco at Jacksonville, we talked about that one a little bit briefly. I kind of like this game for Trevor Lawrence to, to come out and make a big performance here finally at home. Uh, then you got Indianapolis at Buffalo. That's a big matchup with a 50-and-a-half point over-under. Buffalo, of course, favored by seven. Indianapolis might hang with them and keep up if they can't stop Jonathan Taylor, who's now emerged as the number one running back in the league with the injury to Derrick Henry. Then you got Miami at the New York Jets, 45-point over-under. I'm liking that low over-under on that game. Washington at Carolina, another very low over-under, 43. I'll probably play Heineke in my, my other league. I'm going to continue playing him now that Fitzpatrick is done for the season, man, with that hip. Uh, Baltimore at Chicago, that should be a fairly low over-under, 45. New Orleans at Philadelphia. Another game that should be a low over-under. Um, I like Philadelphia to win this one. I like Jalen Hurts to continue his upward trajectory. Man, he played really good last week. Put up a lot of fancy points. He joins elite dual-threat quarterback um, status with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes with his performance this season. So people might be sleeping on him because they expect him to play at the level of those guys and make those flashy type of plays but he's just been playing really solid and i really hope that the eagles build around him instead of kicking him to the curb um, then you have houston at tennessee with a 46 and a half over under i like tennessee obviously favored big time in this game i think uh we're seeing a trend there in the running backs ap is getting some of those value goal line touches but he's not getting the lion's share of the work in any way is actually, um, what's that guy's, uh, Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman is getting that with McNichols getting the receiving work. So Green Bay at Minnesota, this is a big one because Aaron Jones sprained his MCL out for one to two weeks. Now you have A.J. Dillon who's going to get a workhorse bell cow workload who's looked really good the last couple weeks. It's going to be a big A.J. Dillon game here against Minnesota in Minnesota. Division matchup, big game right there. One of the 
One of my more favorite games this week to watch, Green Bay at Minnesota. That's a classic. Cincinnati at Vegas, that's a 49. That's, that's going to be a fun one right there because Joe Burrow, he needs to bounce back, man. The bye week, and he's been thinking about the last two weeks how bad they got their butt kicks before that. Uh, Arizona at Seattle, wow. Huge division game here after Seattle just got shut out. Shut out, guys, by the Green Bay Packers. Ugly. Russell Wilson's first game back. I expect Russ to come out and light it up against Arizona. Expect big gains from Lockett, Metcalf, all those guys on Seattle. And if Kyler Murray can that, that game could very well turn into a shootout and go over. And then you have Dallas at Kansas City. The biggest point total on the week for good reason. 56 over under. 56 point over under is massive. But I think if Dallas's defense, if they can shut down uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, like other teams have showed how to do it this year against Kansas City. That's a W for Dallas's for Dallas this week. But they are in Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium. It's going to be loud. It's going to be hectic, and that's going to put up a fight after Patrick Mahomes and and uh, those Kansas City Chiefs are coming off a big win there from Sunday Night Football. Uh, Pittsburgh at the Chargers, another fun one here. Forty-seven point over under. Pittsburgh at the chart. I don't think T.J. Watt's going to play, but he's not done for the season. MRI came back negative. The Giants at Tampa Bay. Come on, Tampa. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. But the Giants are a dark horse, man. They're not to be underestimated. Daniel Jones has been playing really well this year. Kadarius Toney is now back in the lineup. We're going to have to watch the Giants offense. We're going to have to get pressure, force Daniel Jones to, to make fumbles and interceptions and make mistakes. And on the other side, Tom Brady... Got to start hitting up Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown may be back this week. And so we got to get the offense. Uh, we got to cut down on the turnovers and get that offense firing better. And that's actually a Monday night game. Oh, that'll be a fun one to watch to finish on Monday night. There you go. Boom, guys. I'll see you real soon. Break down all the action. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And, uh, of course, I'll be on the uh, on the football card quest. Back with some more content soon, guys. So until then, peace. Peace.